You're listening to Up to the Mic. If you want to learn about the struggles and triumphs of starting a business, performing for sold-out arenas, or inspiring those you lead, Up to the Mic is the show for you. Throw on some headphones and get ready to listen as our host, Vinny Hale, sits down to showcase the stories of those who deserve their stories be told. From young entrepreneurs to critically acclaimed musicians and so much more, Vinny helps compile a season of interviews that inspire listeners to follow in the footsteps of his guest. Welcome to season two. Sorry for the interruption, but this podcast is brought to you by Footy International. Footy International is a forward-thinking, sustainable apparel company based in Austin, Texas, that creates socks geared for worldwide adventures. The co-founders engineered these socks from plastic bottles to optimize comfort, durability, and sustainability, all with an entirely USA-made supply chain. With specifically added technology like antimicrobial treatment and rib sole knitting, you can wear these everywhere you explore, every day. And socks are just a start for this company. Keep an eye out for their new product releases coming soon. Save the planet and your feet today by using code UPTOTHEMIC10 for 10% off site-wide at footyinternational.com. Welcome back, everybody. Today's guest is a six foot three, 295-pound college football player for the University of Houston. He bleeds blue and silver with his hometown ties to Fruit City, Texas. He's an academic, an athlete, and most importantly, he's got the coolest nickname you've ever heard. Please welcome my next guest, Demetrius Pancake Hunter. Demetrius, appreciate you being here, man. No problem. I'm glad to be here. Well, it was nice. I just recently met you here on the call, but I had a lot of people reach out to me to try and come and interview you because I've heard you've got a great story to tell. Heard you got a lot of cool things going uh, going well for you in football. But before we hop into everything that you're up to these days, let's take the people back that might already know you and that might not know everything about you and uh, just give a brief rundown of your experiences growing up. You know, your time in Orange, what you did for fun, what your family was like, the whole nine. Yeah, so I grew up in Orange, Texas, a.k.a. the Fruit City. Uh, grew up in an athletic family, very church-going family. Uh, got a lot of uh, a lot of family, a big family at that, you know, very family-oriented. Um, got a few fa- uh, family members that made it to the NFL and played on the highest level, like Earl Thomas was my first cousin. Um, I got another uh, cousin um, that played in the NFL, played for the Broncos. Chris Cole, he's from Orange. Also, he played at West Orange. So uh, my family is very, you know, athletic and talented and uh, just coming up in Orange, small, tight-knit community. Everybody knows everybody. It's a family atmosphere. So, you know, just coming up in Orange, you know, it's just, you know, everybody, and, you know, people, a lot of people going to have your back. A lot of people going to support you. And uh, that's pretty much how Orange is. Well, in a small town like that, I mean, I grew up in the same city, so I kind of can speak to it myself. There's not a whole lot to do outside of what, you know, you kind of get looped into. So if football is your thing, if baseball is your thing, if whatever your hobbies are, like there's not a whole lot else to do outside of that. Uh, what did you find time to do aside from football when you were growing up? What else you like to do? Other sports, things you just did for fun, any hobbies you have? Yeah, I mean, I played um, baseball, basketball, I did shot pool discus. I did powerlifting. I was a regional qualified powerlifter uh, three out of my four years. Uh, unfortunately, COVID stopped one of my years from going to state, but I, uh, I made it for powerlifting. Uh, you know, as far as like doing other activities besides sports, 
like hanging with family members and hanging with friends and, you know, just enjoying life. Uh, I pretty much stay out the way. I don't uh, really go out that much. I really just stay around family and uh, just chill out and, you know, get it in and pretty much it, man. I really don't, I'm really a real chill and laid back mellow guy. So I really don't do that much things, but yeah. Well, aside from, you know, being back in Orange, I know, talk a little bit about how you graduated early and then went ahead and went up to U of H for spring football and everything like we were talking about right before we hopped on. Take me through a little bit of that process. How does that work? Do you kind of uh, have to get recruited ahead of time to get the spring football offer or is that available to everybody? And then what made you make the decision to actually pursue something like that? So, I mean, the way the spring football works, you know, you don't necessarily have to be offered a certain scholarship. It really depends on what you want to do. Do you want to come in, knock out some college classes, you know, give yourself a better chance of playing in the fall so when the fall comes, it's going to be easier for you? Or do you want to be a regular, you know, freshman coming in in the summer, having to learn everything all over and, uh, you know, basically have a harder chance of getting on the field? So that's the reason why I love I left early to give myself a better chance to, you know, just be ahead of the game and, you know, just give myself a, a better opportunity to succeed. So, you know, I came out of high school with uh, almost 50 college hours because I was in early college. So I'm pretty much already far ahead when it comes to my books. And I just finished my my first semester at uh, UH and passed all my classes and had a pretty good GPA. So, I mean, uh, everything has been going well. So, uh, yeah, I think me leaving early, made me grow up faster, made me mature, and uh, just be more accountable for myself and, uh, you know, just help me grow up because, you know, leaving home at that age, I was still 17. I played the whole spring season at, at 17, so I just turned 18, May 14. So those guys, those are some grown men. I was playing with guys that's 23, 24 years old, guys, 50 years, seniors and stuff like that. So, you know, you just got to be mentally prepared and just have your mind ready to, you know, just know you're going to have a, a, a good – a good fight every day at practice. So, and then once I got, you know, used to everything, once I got accustomed to the system and once I learned how to plays and, you know, got the speed of the game and it became second nature. I, I doubt that. I mean, I would not doubt that, that everything just kind of came second nature to you. Having seen how good you were at football growing up, or at least in, in high school, I got to see a little bit of it. Tell me about the, uh, the academic side of things and then we'll go into the football aspect a little bit, but there's got to be some pretty big changes going from, high school, regardless of, you know, how good West Orange is at football and like how, I guess, heavily sought after of a program it is to get into and how good of coaches that you typically have there, there's got to be a big step up as along the lines of academics, along the lines of the way you're training. What were some of like the big differences you saw making that transition? I mean, academic wise, yes, the work is definitely, I mean, it's harder. It's definitely harder because I mean, it's college level classes and one thing I like about, uh, well, I can speak for UH, you know, we got great tutors and they're not going to just let you fail. They're going to really, you know, give you a, a great chance to succeed. So academic wise, you know, I had help in those areas and the classes that I needed. So as far as like athletically, I mean, I really say the biggest difference is the speed of the game because you're going to notice that everybody's going to be strong pretty much. Everybody's going to have some type of strength, but it's the speed of the game, being in the right position, being flexible, it's nothing, being flexible, being mobile. Because they got guys that's 300, 350 pounds, 325, that's moving. 
you know, four, six speed, four, eight, four, eight speed. So, you know, the game is changing. So I definitely say the speed of the game, just being able to be on, keep your head on the swivel and, and playing up to speed. Yeah, I can imagine that was, uh, I was never a college athlete, but I can just get the feel watching it on TV, especially in football, because it's so easy to kind of like gravitate towards. And it's something that everybody's somewhat familiar with. If you're, you know, living here in America, football is such a, a, a popular sport. So when you watch the different levels of it, whether you're sitting at a high school football game, whether you're watching your little cousin play quarterback for the junior high, and then you watch the college and the NFL level, it's just, it looks like a completely different game. So the fact that you speak to that does not surprise me whatsoever, but let's, let's transition a little bit out of, you know, your, your move to college. And let's talk a little bit more about you. Uh, Obviously sports is a big part of your life. So who are your biggest influences in sports? Does it, you know, where does your approach to the game kind of come from? Um, in game, I definitely say uh, guys like Trent Williams, Quinn Nelson, uh, Creed Humphrey, uh, you know, guys of those natures, like just maulers on the line. I, I try to model myself after uh, a very aggressive mauler on the line. Uh, I like to, I like you know moving bodies and throwing them on the ground. So that's probably where I got, got my name from. So um, <laughs> off the field, my family, of course, my mom and dad, and, um, yeah, they big influence, keeping me grounded, keeping me humble. And uh, just always keeping God first and keep me uh, on the right direction. And uh, I'll definitely say, yeah, my my uh, support system is really good. So I got to give credit to everybody that's in my support system. So. All right. Well, you mentioned it there briefly. So we got to we got to go back to that. The name Pancake. Well, I mean, I know the typical football move, but you got to explain to me where that nickname came from and how that all came about. Well, I'll definitely say um, – so I've been on varsity. I was on varsity since my, since my freshman year. So freshman year, I played left guard. You know, I was just getting familiar with the varsity level speed and all that. So I had a pretty good season then. But my sophomore year was like my breakout season when I, you know, earned a starting role at center. And uh, I just started, you know, pancaking people, like basically putting them on, like throwing them on the ground and flattening them and just being nasty with the block, finishing the block, because I, I call myself a, a finisher. Like some linemen, you know, they got different type of linemen. Some linemen will finish you, and some linemen will just do enough just to, you know, get by. But uh, I always did the extra. You know, I just like being nasty on the field and, you know, just being aggressive. Because, like, O-line, you can't be nice. So, you know, when the, when the game's over, you know, shake hands and all that. But when you're in the trenches, you can't really be nice like that. So I definitely say that's where that came from. Uh, like me and, my, me and my trainer was talking about it. The dude that trains me, well, he was like, you know, we should come up with a nickname for you because, you know, at that time, that's when nicknames on Twitter was, like, really popping for athletes. Like, so I was like, yeah, I got to think of me something. So you know, he was like, what, what about Pancake Hunter? Well, at first he said, what's up with uh, Flapjack? So I was like, why not Pancake? So uh, he came up with Pancake Hunter, and, uh, you know, I, I made me a little logo, and she hopefully soon we're going to start getting on this brand. And, uh, yeah, so that's where it really came from. And I just took off from there. I can see it pretty soon. One day here after you make a name for yourself in, in college, you're going to have uh, Egos and Aunt Jemima and everybody wanting to come over here and get a piece of pancakes. So that's pretty cool, man. I like the way that that came to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from kind of like your biggest influences in sports and talking about how pancake came to be, what about just your favorite part about playing the game? You know, when all the distractions are kind of washed away, you got to have like a passion for the game to do it for this long. 
What, what, what do you enjoy most about just being out there? Yeah, I definitely say, you know, just, just coming back, like you just come back to the home, my hometown and just seeing everybody notice me, like all the little kids just seeing like, you know, I know your name. Like I want to, I want to, you know, hopefully be on the level that you on one day and just come back home and just getting all the love for, you know, all the work that I put in, just seeing what I put in, what I put in in the dark come to light. So, you know, just everything that I, you know, been through and, and worked on and, you know, my improvements and, you know, it's like just coming true. Like, like all the work I put in, I came in, you know, now I'm a true freshman uh, playing for U of A, so I'll be playing in the season. So, I mean, everything's been good, man. That's, that's probably my, big, my biggest thing, though. I mean, you work at something for so long, trying to perfect your craft. Was there ever a moment for you where it all came to be real? Like, you had this defining moment almost to like, all right, like, you're sitting there training one day and then you just think to yourself like this is, I mean, I can do this. Like I'm really like about to make it. Like I was kind of just going through the motions beforehand. And now like, I'm going to start being intentional with this kind of stuff. Cause I'm about to really, you know, see, see how far I can take this. Well, did you ever have anything like that? Or did you always have, you know, like that goal in mind to just make it to the next level? I've always had the goal, but I'm gonna be honest, man. I was, when I was younger, people didn't really think I would be where I was today. Um, you know, I wasn't as aggressive when I was younger, you know, just younger, just coming over age, you know, I really wasn't aggressive on the field like I could have been. And, you know, everything just wasn't, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't really that top guy at that time, you know. But once I got to high school, man, and I started, like, when I got on varsity my freshman year, that really sparked a fire in me, too, you know, going against guys that's older than me. So that's why mm -hmm. I, I, I like being challenged because, I mean, I've been getting challenged ever since I've been in high school, you know being challenged to go against the top defense alignment at our school, getting in the game when the center go down, had to get in and have a couple snaps there. And, uh, yeah, and then definitely another thing I would say is uh, when I got the, the opportunity to play at the All-American game, when I got that opportunity and I got honored at my school and had a whole pep rally for me, that, that just made everything just come full circle, just knowing that uh, I got a chance, I getting a chance to play with the top kids in the nation and getting a chance to showcase my my abilities to everyone. So, you know, that was another great experience for me, man. But I definitely say, man, just when I start getting on the field and getting confident in what I can do, that's what sparked everything for me. I like it. Changing gears a little bit here. Tell me about, you know, maybe some of the guys that you've played with before. I mean, if you got anybody you want to give a shout out to, but specifically I asked this to another guest I had on who was a coach or a former player and now coach. And I said, you know, you've played with some pretty incredible guys before. Um, who's the guy that stands out to you as maybe not the person that is the most physically talented or the strongest or the fastest, but he was the guy that just kind of kept the team together. The guy that you just wanted to have in the locker room on game days. He was the guy that was either taking the stress away by making you laugh, or he was motivating you one way or another. What, did you run into any characters like that? Or was it all pretty much just stud athletes around? Yeah, I definitely said we had, I had a few teammates, like uh, we had a guy named uh, Darren, Darren Jones, you know, we called him, that's my boy Cook. We called him Cookies, man. You know, he, he he always wanted to play, but, you know, some things happened to where, you know, he wasn't the starter. And, you know, he knew he wasn't the starter. So, you know, in the games, you know, he always cheer everybody up, try to, you know, keep everything going, keep everything cool, calm and collected. And uh, I could, everybody could tell that he really wanted to get on the field, man. But sometimes that doesn't work out for everybody. But, 
you know, he tried to stay, you know, happy for his teammates, you know, do the best thing he could, you know, just, you know, saying that he wasn't starting and stuff. So, um, yeah, I have I had a not very many students I had like that because, I mean, we had West Orange. I'm not going to lie, I played with some great <laughs> guys, like, guys like Tyrone Brown, linebacker for Baylor, Quincy Ledet, uh three defensive linemen for University Loser on my road. And even the teammates that's on my, that's, that's, that I played with this year, that's my classmates, like Carmelo Jones going to Baylor for uh, DN. And we got Bryson Jordan playing D-line too, ULM. So I played with some great guys, man. So I really didn't have that many instances where uh, it was a guy that just wasn't, you know, get on the field. It's one thing um, about West Orange, you know, if you're on varsity, they're going to give you a chance to get in the game and play. You're not going to just be a wasted body. So, you know, that's pretty much, pretty much it. And with West Orange, even those guys on the sidelines, like you mentioned, I mean, ain't no slouch over there on the sideline. They're, they're going to get in there. And if they're not, they better be like the guys you mentioned that are sitting over there and having such a good, you know, morale about themselves and hyping everybody up and being a good teammate. Because you love to hear stories like that because it, it just kind of can change the whole dynamic of a team. And I know I'm getting a little off track here, but it just it's a feel good story when you hear about, you know, being able to give a shout out to somebody that kind of made an impact on you like that. I definitely agree. Well, here, I got a couple more things for you. One of the things is kind of stepping away from football, like I did a minute ago, but is there anything, and it's okay if you don't, but do you have any, I guess, hidden talents or what's something that people might not know about you? Any guilty pleasures, anything you like to do that is kind of like, uh, Something that few people would uh, would know or expect from you? Yeah, so I mean, I got a, I got a pretty, I got a couple of talents. I could say I'm really talented. Um, so I also come from a musical family in the church, as you can, as you want to say it. Um, grew up in the church, so mm-hmm. I was in the church choir. I was in high school band since I was in the seventh grade. I played in high school band once I played in the games and stuff like after football. After my games was on Thursdays, Fridays I was in the stands playing with the high school band. So. I did it up until my ninth grade year when I got on varsity. Well, I did been out of middle school too, but once once I got on varsity, we got moved up. I had to set it down for a little bit. But then I always came back in the off season. I go back and play when they went to the concerts and to the battles. So, you know, I've been I did that till pretty much my junior year. I came back and played again. You know, I still every time I come back, I still seem to know everything and still seem to, you know, guide it. So and uh yeah, I definitely say musical. Music is another one, like it's one of my talents that I, I can say it's a hidden talent that I have. That's one thing I am extremely jealous of. That I, I didn't get any. I'm not musically inclined by any means. I have a a guitar sitting in the corner of the room, and it typically sits there. I, I do my best to take it out every now and then and try and learn a little bit, but uh, I can't carry a tune to save my life. Uh, every time I go to church and they start clapping, I am off beat. So I just. I do my best, but that's not that's not one of my traits. So kudos to you for uh, for that one. But I'm gonna I'm gonna switch. Like I said a minute ago, we're going a little off track here. But I want to know a little more about big picture. I know we talked about your goals, and you always thought that you were gonna be you know at the next level. But aside from just football, what, what's the next goal or my milestone that you'd like to reach? Whether that be personal, educational, football. Where do you see yourself headed? I know these are some big questions and you might not have an answer to everything, but what what, what are you kind of thinking about? What are the ideas you're tossing around? Well, I've definitely been thinking about it for a long time. So, you know, as far as academic wise, I definitely want to have that degree considering that I'm going to get it earlier 
it's definitely gonna make it even better for me because it's gonna be less time I gotta, you know, less hours I gotta put in because I already put in a lot of work in pre like prehand and now it's more of my major things, the things that I like to do. So um, definitely get my degree because ain't nobody gonna take that from, you know, football not forever. So I definitely had a degree in my hand and, you know, be able to build a career off of it. So, and uh, football wise, of course, my, my, my dream is to make the NFL and, you know, play for 10 plus years, play and supply my family with everything they gave to me times too. So basically just give back to my community and, you know, give, give back to my family and put everybody in a good position. And, uh, just live good, man. Cause I know my parents been working for a long time. And, you know, I'm, I don't want them to keep working that long. So you know, that's why that's really one of my biggest motivations too. So that's why I split what I'm doing it for. And uh yeah, I, I and I definitely uh still love the game. Like I'm not just saying it's just just for them. Like uh if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be doing it because football I, I get I do get a good pleasure out of playing it, just like, you know, dominating on the field. So yeah. Well, I appreciate, you know talking about your family and being able to kind of tie it full circle back to them. Cause obviously those are the people that are going to be there for you and they're going to motivate you, but you got a whole community of people, like you mentioned back home and uh, they're all rooting for you. We're all hoping that you end up uh, accomplishing all these goals and dreams. I know it's early on. You're about to start your first full season. Um, so let's not get too ahead of ourselves, but we're all, we're all pulling for you, hoping you, you do well and wishing you the best of luck. And Right now, I'm going to see if you can maybe pay that forward a little bit. Um, what, what some advice you would give to someone, you know, wanting to branch out, maybe wanting to like pursue that athletic dream, pursue that band dream, pursue whatever it may be for someone who's already, you know, been had some success and is full steam ahead chasing his dream. You've learned a lot along the way, I'm sure. What would you uh, what would you say to someone else that might be a few steps behind you? I definitely say what well, I've learned from experience. Don't let no, don't ever let anybody tell you what you need to be or what you what you should be because they don't believe that you're more capable of doing what you want to do. So, like I said, I've been doubted before. Some people thought football wasn't for me. Some people thought, you know, maybe I should have took the band route at first. You know what I'm saying? And you know, football ain't no bad for me. So that's why I definitely say don't let nobody deter you from uh, you know, going on the route that you want to go. Don't let nobody. Have, make you have any detours to the road, the route that you want to take, you know? So I definitely say, keep your head on the swivels, stay on the straight and narrow. And uh, just don't, 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 don't look away from what you really want. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of people try to listen to the people in the community. Some, some people in the community like to put their input in things and, and try to, you know, make you change it, the way you view yourself and the way you view your dreams. So I definitely say just, you know, follow your heart and just do you at the end of the day. Love that. Great advice. And I can't wait for everybody to hear that. Now I'm going to close out here with a couple things, maybe give yourself, uh, give your fans or uh, whoever might listen a few shout outs. I want to ask you first, what's something you'd like to mention to the uh, West Orange Stark or the Cougars fans who might listen to this? Yeah. I'd like to say to the West Orange Stark fans, it's been a great four years and, Really, just my whole life been a Mustang little league on up. It's been great, you know. I I never I never get that feeling of uh, Friday night football back. So, you know, just the, being under them lights on a Friday night, band playing, your fan, your family and friends around, man, is just being able to put on for your city. That's that's a feeling you can't really get back. It's a feeling that you can't really describe. So, 
to them, I say, you know, thank you for the, your time I've had there. And, you know, I just hope we're going to win some more championships and go back to state again. So, and as far as the Cougar fans, uh, getting a hard worker, I'm uh, coming, man. I'm trying to help us, you know, go to the, the national championship, win this American Conference, then go to the Big 12, dominate there. So, we got a pretty good chance to get some great talent come in. So, I'm really confident in uh, our ability, our ability to win. So that's what I have to say. Though. Well, we're all excited to see it. For those of you out there who want to keep up with Demetrius Pancake Hunter, you can follow him on Twitter at Pancake Hunter fifty nine and on Instagram at D one Hunt. That is D the number one Hunt. And as always, you can follow us at up to the mic underscore pod on both Twitter and Instagram. That's at up to the mic underscore pod. Demetrius, thanks so much for being here, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yeah. I'm like an addict. Do I gotta have it? I ain't even playing, got a really bad habit.